Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Scarlett. How you doing? I'm okay. Had a bit of a weird weekend. Um, a lot going on, but you know, I'm hanging in there. Yeah, you're surviving. Um, barely, but yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> uh, yeah, what about you? How's your week been? Yeah, not too bad. It's been like a bit hectic. Mm. And then um I had like a real moment came over me. I have this quite a lot where because I'm creative Mm -hmm. I just suddenly will get this burst to be like I want to learn how to do this Mm -hmm. I'm gonna like do this like I have supplies to make candles like all of that stuff and like winter's coming so like that hobby will come back out um (laughs) and I was suddenly like I'm gonna make jam Oh, so I went and that's picked a good some one. fruit during my lunchtime on Friday because I don't live far from a pick your own farm. That's what you would do. I saw those pictures. And I've already made jam. It's quite oh, easy, isn't it? It's quite easy. I like st- got some jars, sterilized them, did all the stuff. Yeah. And I've now got jam. And for my breakfast, I just had a slice of toast with my homemade jam. I love it. And it was amazing. Yeah, I love it. My I'm granny like, used to make that. I'm going to go back again next week. I think I make more. Yeah. Yeah, you know what is my favourite jam? Ooh. This will change your life. It is guava jam. <gasps> so Honestly. I've started with the basics of strawberry and raspberry. Of and course. I'm a, I'm a raspberry girl. I'm not Same. a strawberry girl. I like a raspberry. Yeah. Raspberry's just all the flavour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, also, I don't like a marmalade. That's, that's no, all I'm not the biggest fan me. of marmalade, but I feel like I'm now going to... I'm seeing my parents later and they've got my granny's old jam book. And I think this is my latest hobby, guys. Yeah, it is. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm going to make everything a jam. So Christmas time, expect a little jam hamper from me. Um, I'm going to be that person, just some homemade treats. You know what (laughs) I did um, a lot of is like when you do like pickled ginger or like pickled stuff. It's the same theory. You boil it, you put the vinegar, the salt, all the sugar, you put the veg in, you jar it up. And then you always have like little bits you can snack on or like add to your cooking. So the the world is the preservative world is your oyster. It is. Well, I've got a lot of chilies, so I might make chili jam. You can also make um, sriracha. It's fermented um, peppers and chili. Yeah, that's what sriracha is. Interesting. That's next level, but you could do it. This could feature on Mr. Big's hot pepper Instagram. My homemade sriracha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So um, 
I'm channeling my true self, which is an inner 80 year old lady. Uh-huh. And as I'll always, be living my best life. So. Yeah. Bring on knitting season is all I can say. <laughs> that relates to my fashion story, but <laughs> yeah. Actually, okay, yeah. go on. So um, now I'll ask you, what's your fashion oh. story? So my fashion story is like a continuation of I think we discussed last week that Kylie swim is happening (gasps) oh 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 yes so it's happened as of recording (laughs) yeah it's launched um like disclosure we're recording on a Sunday I think it launched yesterday Mm -hmm. um most of it's already sold out within hours of course of course as this sort of made me have a little moment of reflection on a few of our fashion stories. Okay. And obviously we've discussed the Molly and Kendall creative director thing. Mm-hmm. But like, it kind of, I'm a little bit resentful that like Kylie can just put her name to something. And don't get me wrong. I think she works hard on the staff. I truly believe like she makes stuff that she would wear or she would like, like she uses her makeup. She uses her skincare. She wears her swimsuits. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't think she uses that skincare. Maybe not because yeah. Yeah. Okay. she'll, she'll also have some other stuff in there. Yeah. But like, I'm pretty sure she exclusively uses her own makeup. Um, but like, it's just always going to be successful when you've got that many followers you know, and yep. like you're that influential, which made me think that maybe that's why they're doing the Molly May and Kendall creative director thing is because mm-hmm. it's sort of like, is more of a guarantee for success because you've got a name behind it. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely going to be a return on investment in some way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the metrics are. I don't know what these companies how much money they're expecting to pull in by announcing these girls as yeah. creative directors but um i can see i can see why they chose those two i just don't understand why they would choose a celebrity to be yeah. a creative director it's that bit that doesn't make sense to me yeah but, um yeah you're right anything that kylie touches is gonna sell and also can i just say so like if there was a piece in there that I liked, would I have considered buying it? Maybe. Mm. Um, they were racy as hell. Oh, so oh, so racy. Like, even for like I don't know, even if for stick insects, like she had, she showed all body types, like mm-hmm. modeling it. Yeah, and she was sort of showing that, like, even though they are small and like revealing, anyone can pull it off, and like everyone looked great in them, mm-hmm. but. I do not need half my breast hanging out. I do not need like that in a swimsuit that you're having, like they're posing swimsuits. I don't think you could spend the whole day in it and not fall out. I will admit out of all the things she's come out with, I think I would most likely buy a swimsuit for her because the colors were nice. The styles I thought were great. They were very her, but they were also Mm. something like, I don't know. I'm, we've discussed before I'm not someone who buys heavily into makeup or heavily into skincare Mm. um but I will say that the team that she brought on to design these pieces they did a great job I think yeah and it was sort of like it wasn't too many pieces but it was enough yeah it was a good a good starting collection it was like a roaring success from what I can tell like 
following her on Instagram and just her saying, okay, this size is like one piece sold out straight away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sizes were like going out. I think it was just the bikinis that were almost like left to sell out just the regular bikinis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were simpler. I think um, I don't really trust a lot that that family say or claim. We already know they were like, cooking the books when it came to the valuation of a company and all of this stuff. And, and they and we all know that ASOS will tell you one last one remaining to try and make you buy it. Yeah, so like... exactly. I think that they definitely create a lot of hype by yeah. saying things have sold out, but also we don't know how many they've had actually exactly. They we don't know how many they've produced to begin with. So mm. to say something sold out, you know, Joe Bloggs is going to think, "Oh, well they had hundreds of thousands mm. of pieces when in actual fact maybe they had a lot less to actually sell and it's much better to like if I were launching a brand I would like make such small numbers of everything to mm. say it was a sellout because mm. that's exciting that creates a buzz yeah. and you just hold back that stock for the next launch or the next drop the next that's drop. Like a few weeks later guys thanks to the demand we've managed to make some more they like, are they are like, chris is a queen spin doctor spin, oh my god i was going to use that word <laughs> uh, yeah she is she's a master at marketing and it's not like you know with them it's not like these tricks haven't been used before they are just committed to the mm. image and the falsehood and the idea and the grandeur they go full hog if they tell you they're a billionaire best believe you're gonna hear that for the next five oh years of your life um yeah I, the real test for me is are we gonna see these swimsuits next summer because if i don't see a single person on my timeline in a kylie swim bikini i know this is a lie yeah. i know <laughs> I'm excited to see what comes next. Um, there was a real like color theme of it being like it was like orange, yellows, and reds. Like, yeah. and so I wonder if that's going to be the theme that she sort of has these color drops or, mm. or like. And also, we all know she's already designed. Like, you've already got designs up your sleeve. You already have the next drop ready with stuff mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see sort of like. Because obviously the creative team behind her is to sort of thank for the designs, the production and all of that stuff. So I'm excited to see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, What's your fashion story about knitting? (laughs) So it's not fitting, fitting, knitting. Um, But you finish your cross stitch. Oh, okay. So part one (laughs) is that I have maybe about 10 squares left. Yeah. This has been the hardest most challenging thing of my life (laughs) I feel like I've given birth to a cross stitch baby (laughs) the labor has been arduous um I know that for those who've been listening to this podcast for a while they know that I've been talking about this damn cross stitch since episode one I think (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it's I just didn't expect it to take this long at all um but my actual fashion story is that I went on the Fendi website, okay? Okay. And I was snooping. I was looking at bags and they've got their new like Fendi first bag, which I love. And I was obsessed and I was just perusing their website. And Fendi are selling a Fendi baguette Mm -hmm. that you can personalize by embroidering and cross-stitching 
like a personal design on it. So imagine you've got a box, like a box that it comes in. You've got the gold Fendi baguette in the middle. Mm -hmm. It's got like gold hardware. Mm -hmm. The fabric, instead of it being all cloth, is like that, that weft, that like cross-stitch material holes in. And then they give you a selection. So that you can cross-stitch it yourself. Yes. Yes. So they give you all these different colours. We don't need... A tapestry bag like that. No, listen. There is it's retailing for um two thousand one hundred pounds. <gasps> and if, big needs to get that for you for Christmas. I know. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, this is kind of genius. I love it. Um, imagine like signing your name on the bag and then cross-stitching like your signature or like your name, and <gasps> I love it. But then most of your bag is gonna be quite holy. Mm. but then who cares I guess you can kind of do anything on it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean if you have the time to fully cross stitch the whole thing then more power to you I wouldn't be doing that because I've already been burned by the cross stitch gods (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I just thought it was great I thought it was I don't know if other luxury brands have done something similar so I can't speak to that but I think that Fendi is one of those brands that, especially their baguette, it's come in so many iterations, so many designs, so many textures, so many colors, so many sequins and whatnot. Mm. And their bag, more than a lot of other companies, are about getting that individual piece, that one that's hard to find, the one that's like that Fendi baguette that you've never seen anywhere else. And I think it speaks to to that having something that's really original um and obviously the Fendi baguette is one of their like mainstays of their collection it's had a bit of a facelift in recent years but um I just thought it was great and it 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 really is the epitome of um of like exclusivity Mm -hmm. when yours has your like name on it or your design or whatever I just thought it was so cute and if I had a spare two thousand pounds I'd just get it for shits and giggles I think it'd be a good maybe like collector's piece even if you do nothing mm. and you just keep the set yeah oh yeah I think that I could see that like the resale on something like that being quite high as well mm. I can see that because it's such like a if it comes with like the kit to do it or whatever that is I just think that I can see it sort of going down the hall of fame of like when Chanel do their one-offs of like the shopping basket. I can almost see it being that thing of like, this is a kit where you can design essentially your own bag. Mm. Um, Yeah. I love it. Tell us about your no spending. Yeah, so um, I said in previous episodes, I think, that I was um, starting this no buy year and that maybe we'd make it into a little segment just to see how it goes, share my story <laughs> and my pain. Um, so, yeah, my no buy year. So it started. And since the last time I spoke to you, I haven't bought anything except one item. And but, but let me let me caveat this to say that when I first told my sister and my mum that I wasn't going to be buying anything, I said the only thing I'm after is this particular hat. 
and I want to order this hat and once I've done that there's like nothing there's nothing else um I want to get so I I ordered the hat yesterday was it yesterday Friday something like that and so that is coming yes the hat is extortionate but you know I'm a big believer in buying what what you want so it's similar ish to the one I already have but it's in black (laughs) it's it's in black okay okay (laughs) but it's a different style like the style is a different name or whatever but um yeah what I like about them is that you can uh choose the size and I was a big headed human yeah (laughs) (laughs) the circumference of my head is a little larger than um then all the hats you buy on the high street they're absolutely tiny they're made for toddlers <laughs> it just reminds me of like at school I was like yeah to like get a, or if we do an activity and you needed a helmet or just something like that <laughs> you oh just God. need to always have like a bit of sass of like you but like, no that's not gonna fit me I've got my head there like try it you're like I knew it wouldn't fit me. I told you I've got a big head. <laughs> also, my hair doesn't Your help doesn't at all. doesn't even look that big. I think, like, yeah, the hair definitely doesn't I help. I think it's but... hair. And, but I do think it is head as well because, I yeah, whatever. So um, <laughs> I, I do have those issues. So this hat this hat company supports your head. Yeah, you can order the size. It, and it tells you in centimetres. So Perfect. I bought one hat. I knew the size that fits me. So I was like, I'm going to buy the one I want in black as well. So um, I did that and I haven't bought anything else. And you know what? This and first... do you feel complete now that you've got that hat? Or do you yeah. feel like now you're lusting after something else? No, not at all. I feel like... I don't need anything. I actually woke up one morning and thought, should I sell some of my clothes? And then I thought, no, they're not going to fetch very much. So I might as well just wear them. (laughs) (laughs) I have that all the time because my wardrobes are quite small. And I'm a bit like, I haven't worn that for a while. But then I also think, because I was watching like someone on YouTube and they were moving. She's like, if I haven't worn it in a year, then I don't need it. And I was like, but the past year hasn't been normal. Like, I've worn yeah. I've worn more leisure wear than ever before. So like s- saying I haven't worn that for a year means that like well, I left the house for like mm. a year and a half, really enough to like wear certain things. Mm. I used to have that rule, but it was two years and it didn't relate to the shambles of last year. It was just yeah. like in general, like let's let's take a, a normal year like 2018. Yeah. I'd be like if I didn't, I haven't worn this since 2016, then maybe it should go. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't like to hang on to stuff that I know I won't wear, that I don't like, that doesn't fit, that doesn't, you know, I try to get, I try to get rid of that. But I am, um, I'm not going to pretend, guys. I am excessive when it comes to clothes. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to pretend. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I actually feel like, you know, clean, not clean slate. But I think it's cathartic mm. when you make a decision, at least for me, when you make a decision, like, I'm not going to buy anything. I don't need anything. Like, the realisation of it is I actually yeah. don't need anything. And you you try to avoid temptation. Because when I look at Mr. Big's wardrobe, I'm trying to encourage, you know what, this is another thing. When I'm not shopping, I'm now Encourages. trying to shop for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just trying to, like, get him to get some more, like decent pieces 
And um, he thinks he has a lot of clothes. And I was like, mm, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's all about perspective, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. What about you? Do you think you could ever do a no buy year? Is it something you thought about? What's your shopping habits as well? I don't think we've really spoken about our shopping habits in, in depth. I don't know if I could do a no buy year. Mm. I'm just a bit of a sucker for like stuff. And also because I think I've said it before, if I see something that is my style, mm-hmm. that I think that's often quite a hard, rare thing. I often buy stuff like either if it's like, that'll be good for work, but it's probably not like truly my style. Sometimes you're doing it because it's appropriate for the place you're wearing it. Yeah. Or like it's a staple and stuff like that. But you know, when you see something that's a bit of like a, that is just me in a nutshell. And like, you've got to have it. You've got to have it. And I am that kind of a person where <laughs> that doesn't call out to you that often. Um, my spending habits are random. Like, I actually haven't bought that many clothes recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought like two jumpsuits, but I've been after them for ages. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like that was more of like, they were a bit more expensive than I wanted them to be. So I kept waiting and putting it off and yeah. putting it off. And mm-hmm. then the sizes were running out. And oh, then that's could... what was happening to my hat. Yeah. And then you're sort of a bit like, well, I've been lusting after these for like four months now. So I clearly want them sort of a thing. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of have like moments where I'll order lots of stuff and kind of keep it all. Or, like, I order lots of stuff and don't keep any of it. And oh. I'm sort of in the, like... You're a bit of a binge and purge kind of shopper. I don't know if it's more... But that might also be a reflection of, like, my attitude of, like, I don't need it, you know? Mm-hmm. I think there are some times where, like, you need... You feel the need of, like, all oh, the things to feel good. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, like I've just had like all, I mean, don't even get me started on swimwear and how much I hate buying swimwear. <laughs> um, I don't think it works. I don't think we have swimwear for enough body types. I just don't, yeah. I don't know what swimwear fits like suits my body. It is just like a minefield, like, no, okay, I can't wear that apparently. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I've been sending back a lot of that. Um, but yeah. I, there are a few things I probably want around winter time, mm-hmm. but not too much. I don't think I find winter a bit easier. Um, but the only thing is, I've had like my jumper collection for quite a while, and I do love knitwear. Mm-hmm, yeah, and like I'm already feeling like I'm going to have to get some more jumpers in my life because my office is freezing. Mm-hmm. Like it really pumps around aircon, and I've already have been having to wear my jumpers mm, throughout the summer. And oh, you know, like I'm already over my jumpers, and we haven't even started winter. Yeah, um, you seem like quite an emotional shopper. Probably, yeah, for sure. Mm. Mm. Let me diagnose um, you with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, it goes in waves, but also like I'm very much somebody that like I spend probably like from the middle of the month to then like payday being like I want to get this Mm. I want to get this and then like seeing if I still want it like once I've been paid and stuff like that I sort of do a test of like well if I still want it next month then maybe I'll get it do you do this thing where um 
you screenshot things that you like and then you and then you revisit them and then I don't really ever revisit it I don't know I just have a lot of screenshots (laughs) I have a folder on my phone oh my god I'm not that organized oh I'm quite like like don't get me wrong like I have a lot of clothes but I'm one of those people it's like when I get paid I know what I'm gonna get yeah and then like and then next month I know what I'm gonna get and yeah, I have I have a folder and I like delete stuff. When I reevaluate my life, I'll delete some stuff out of it and then I'll add new stuff in it. It's a continuous project. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, it makes me I sort bad. of just have like the rolling thing of saved items on ASOS that I constantly revisit. And then I'd like almost like I add them to my basket. Uh-huh. Okay, so what's my favorite from this now? What do I want from this? add that to my basket and then it obviously becomes the top again and it's like then the top 10 things are like what you're lusting after and that's I do that sort of frequently Mm -hmm. Zara I've got like a saved basket essentially like when I log into my account of like and then I sort of just watch things go out of stock and then they're like (laughs) thank goodness like (laughs) you made the decision for me I can't own all of this (laughs) Um, so I have sort of stuff like that but to be honest I, I've got like my room is pretty full at this point so I think actually at the moment I'm very much like until I get rid of stuff or find some better storage solutions like I physically cannot you know what um for all the years I've known you um I actually have no idea what your wardrobe is like I think I might come around just to be nosy and snoop what clothes what, you my have clothes? yeah of course I've still got this is a problem I've still got a lot of clothes from when like my uni days and stuff like that oh I, no girl I think I need to get rid of stuff like yeah that. you know it's like oh like but that could be good for this and I'm like no nah but do I have the time to depop no yeah. but yeah. I think you, I'm gonna have do. to set aside <laughs> some time to depop you do but then you know when something's only gonna give you like three quid and you're like so is there any point but <laughs> 10 lots of three quid. Thirty quid. quid. <laughs> Maths. <laughs> so, I don't know. So maybe, maybe we'll add on to this segment when I finally have managed to do my wardrobe clear out. Mm. Yeah, that could be our next part. Mine's the no-buy. Yours is like the scarlet decluttering. Yes. Oh, yeah, love it. Yeah. Yeah. So keep up, keep us updated, Mim. Mm-hmm. And um, so how so how do you manage that folder now that you aren't buying stuff in your? Phone? Oh, okay. Let me go. Let me go into my folder. Yeah. Um, I still have stuff that I might decide I'm just going to buy after this no buy. For example, let me give you an insight to what my folder is saying. Okay, I've got a bag in this folder. Mm-hmm. Actually, I've got two three bags I've got the Fendi first I've got Fendi baguette and I have a um a Lanvin pencil cap bag which is amazing these are things I am not getting in the next two to three years they are just there as long-term goals like one day manifestation yes um I have a piece of jewelry again I don't need to buy it anytime soon it's just something I like and um I also have an image of a woman who has a pair of Manolo Blonics and a purple Chanel classic flap. Right. So this is a real upmarket folder. Now it's become this isn't stuff like that... a Zara dress. No, or no, no. Like that. No, no, no. There I have Zara items in here. Don't get me wrong. I do. 
but because I'm on this no buy thing, you could take buy the Zara stuff. So you have to take out the stuff to, that you physically could buy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So I have to again. You have to go through like a purge of like I don't want to tempt myself. Mm. Um, yeah, there's only 16 photos in this folder, so that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Well, wish me luck anyway. <laughs> so yeah, um, should we go into our main topic for this week? We should. We interrupt this broadcast to remind you go follow us on Instagram, Starlover Substance Pod. Shoot us an email, starloversubstancepeak at gmail.com. Find us on YouTube, find us on Twitter. We've got all the links on our Instagram. You know what to do. No, 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 no. I never introduced the topic. (laughs) Guys, this week, how could we not discuss the Met Gala? We Mm. haven't had it for two years. Mm. It wasn't the first Monday in May, Mm -hmm. but we have finally had. Wasn't even the first Monday in September. (laughs) No, it wasn't. It was like the second. (laughs) So. But Met Monday happened, and we're going to discuss it, man. Have we spoken about the Met Gala last year? I know it didn't happen, but I feel like we've gone into... I think we've spoken about what it is, Mm. I think. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, this year, the theme was, in America, colon, a lexicon of fashion. And as Scarlett said, it was postponed. It didn't happen in May. It happened on the 13th of September. So it's just passed. Um, and for those of you who don't know what the Met Gala is, it was formerly known as the Costume Institute Gala. And it's essentially um, a way, this event is a way to fundraise for the museum mm-hmm. and their fashion collection. And that goes on to like public display. Um and it's also treated as a way for, it's like the Oscars of fashion, yeah. you know, like all the hard hitters, the big designers and like the biggest names in pop culture um, get invited and wear a lot of expensive custom pieces. Yeah, it's like a status event. Like, like, yeah. you said, like the Oscars is, it's like the high status event of the fashion world. Um, so, yeah. But like, so the theme being America, a lexicon in fashion or whatever it was, mm. what, do, what does that mean? Well, like, what me, does that mean to you? To me, I would expect to see um, fashion represent the history of America, the different people, the different, the like First Nations, Indigenous people of America, as well as America's influence on modern day pop culture, um, modern day celebrity, the idea of celebrity, Hollywood, um, movies as well. Like references to pop culture, I think, is so important as well when it comes to the lexicon of America. Um, Yeah, so that's what I would expect to see. Yeah, I think I agree. I think. And even just modern America as it stands, like, 
you know, the South is such a different place to New York and LA, like, you know, mm-hmm. like the Southern Bells t- style things, sort of cowboy, like channeling like the Denim Revolution, like all of that stuff. But like, and then like you said, like going back a bit in history um, and just really evaluating like the key fashion moments in America's history and paying yeah. homage to that mm-hmm. is sort of what what I would have like I think it's a it's a tough theme potentially because there's so many different ways you could play it mm-hmm. but I think I would if I was attending the ball I would really want it to be clear mm-hmm. where my homage has come from and not have to explain it and for everyone just to be like get it Yes, like I do like um I do like a nuanced reference Mm -hmm. though. I don't like something that's like, oh I'm gonna turn up in a flag because that's that's boring. Um but in general, I will say that not a lot of people stuck to a theme. I'm at the very least, I'm expecting an American designer. At the very least, I'm expecting a reference to American fashion. Like, don't turn up in like for example I think one of my biggest grievances with this one is I love Valentino Mm -hmm. love Valentino there are a lot of people who turned up in Valentino but is that part of the theme is Valentino and what they produce essentially in capturing American fashion Mm. I, I think it's become and I really think that maybe for the next few years they need to make the theme a bit more like easier to like, you know, when they did Saints and Sinners, you could tell who turned up on theme and who didn't, you know? It was so you're quite- saying that no one, no one can, no one can research a theme and that is too complicated for them to understand. But I think sometimes if it was like, you know, like you can then tell if someone hasn't kept to that type of a thing. Mm. And actually I think that there should be stricter things and like, you need to describe or explain or you need to send your request into Anna Wintour. What oh, I hate that. On theme. Oh, no. I just, no, but I'm like, I, I just think too many, many people turn up looking pretty. Like, and I actually think, you know what? This is your one night to take some fashion risks. Like you said, to pay, like, it's an American theme. Have an American up and coming designer. Like, I don't know, something. Um, but then we can't forget that a lot of I am mo- also someone who loves fancy dress. So. Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> true. We can't forget that most of the people who attend this event are not celebrities. They're just wealthy people who pay for the table, and they're just going to wear yeah, but their the best people outfit. We see are celebrities. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also, I would say, don't get me wrong. I want to see a theme, mm. but I hate this. Like, has to be run by Anna Wintour thing. <laughs> a lot of them. No, are... I think if someone actually had to list why it's on theme, mm. they'd yeah. think twice about what they're wearing. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's true. I think a lot of the attendees are also just models, so they're just there. This is their day job. They're just here for business. Just they're getting yeah. just getting paid, and a designer who um, just they're just going to dress them it's not about theme it's just about putting out their designs on someone who's gorgeous and that's it um but then the other people the actual like celeb celebs Mm. they could have done a lot of they could have done a lot better yeah okay so we've obviously covered that we don't think the theme was really met that this year nah who do you think did meet the theme okay so 
let's start with Kim Kardashian because I think this is polarizing. I read something online. I don't know if you follow them. Um, Brian Boy, he's a fashion influencer. Anyway, he explained her look in a way that I hadn't seen anyone else do. And it just made sense to me. I was like, oh my God. Okay, her look was polarizing because she was head to toe black with this long like ponytail. Her face was covered. It was kind of like a gimp mask. Mm. Um, uh, Balenciaga, head to toe black, um, tight fitting. And she had this massive long black train, essentially. Mm. Now, he said that 9-11 had just passed. And it was the idea of like, no one had paid homage to like the people that were lost in 9-11. So her coming all in black, it was almost like it was a non-existent person. Does that make sense? Like a silhouette of a person. And then she had a black t-shirt on. A t-shirt is the single most American fashion garment, t-shirt and jeans, quintessentially American. Of course, Kim Kardashian, they, they had to pull in the waist, didn't they? They had to, they had to give, she didn't pay for that body for nothing. We've got to see those, like those curves. So she wore this t-shirt on top of it. And I thought, that is a theme. Is that so, not? So she, I don't know about the night. I don't think she's going to claim she's paying homage to 9-11 there. I don't know, but I just thought it was a brilliant explanation. I don't know if that's true. She. But. So I, my first reaction was I thought she was making a point of Black Lives Matter and the blackout Instagram thing. Oh. That's what I thought she was doing. And that being a really poignant thing in the last year with like George Floyd. I mm-hmm. thought that was like when I first saw it, mm-hmm. I thought she was like making a point of like that then she claims that she's paying homage to a T-shirt. I think there's cooler ways to pay homage to a T-shirt. Like, it didn't scream that to me. Like, I know it was all made of T-shirts. Um, but what I think more what I find weird is that she adopts the style. Like, she adopted this weird style a little bit beforehand. Yeah, she and, did. And yeah. a little bit yeah, yeah. after. And I'm a bit like, so is this just now you're... Like, it's, I find that a bit weird, her commitment to, like a theme for like the next month is her going to be dressed as a superhero yeah yeah yeah. Um, Yeah. but I also I commend it I'd rather someone come and it be polarizing Mm -hmm. you know like the Rihanna omelette dress we talk about when the Rihanna was the pope like I would rather people wear something that gets us talking mm-hmm. than just wear a really pretty dress. Like, yeah, yeah. Takes risks, and she knows she's gonna like catch flack for it. Mm-hmm. It it kind of reminded me of you know when she covered herself when she was heavily pregnant in that floral dress. Oh, that was a bad. Much, that was a bad. How one. much stick she got for that? Like she knew what she was signing herself up for with this. Yes. And um, one thing I w- I was really curious about is I saw this like getting ready picture you know oh her gosh, with her stylist and one... <gasps> oh my gosh thank that you so much <laughs> oh my god I, I would have gone bare face because I don't want like my lashes and my mascara and, and my also, eyebrows to you just pay this dude enough money he can come do your makeup for the after party even though she then had an eye mask on anyway um, oh yeah Ugh. I don't understand Have it. Have you heard some of the conspiracy theories, though? No. So this is one of my favourite things that did the rounds, is that, so I think Courtney's been to a Met Gala before. So the only Kardashian sister who hasn't is Chloe, And everyone was like, is this Chloe? 
<laughs> she's covered her face. Is this Chloe? And this is her way of going to the Met Gala. That's so funny. Kim <laughs> bought the ticket, but she went in her place. Yeah. Which I found really funny. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, whether it is the perfect homage to a T-shirt, I don't know. Um, I'm sure there was just, it was more like, it's all made out of T-shirt or like, I don't know. It's clearly Balenciaga's style right now too, because she's mm-hmm. been wearing a lot of Balenciaga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I also kind of find it odd that it's almost like in line with the way that uh, do we call him Yay? What's his like legal name now? <laughs> um, Kanye. Uh, Kanye's new album, Donda. <laughs> yeah, you know, like he covered his face for that. She covered her face for the wedding dress. Like we don't even know what's going on with the two of them, but like it's it's very them mm. to have a real theme. Yeah, very Bonnie and, and Clyde. That's the kind of thing that they go for. It's this tag teaming of yeah, and yes, yeah, so it feels like it feels like a continuation of the style and the theme of his thing. I wouldn't mind betting he's helped influence this. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, that like Kim can't think of this. Yeah, and. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I it's like I find all that kind of like mental. Yeah. I mean it's also produced a lot of great memes at the moment as well. You know what? The internet needs that mm. every day of the week, especially yeah. during times like this. But I will never say no to a good meme. And you know what? Kim's been reposting loads of them. Like she's got a sense of humor about yeah. it. Yeah. You've got to know you're turning up to the Met Ball like that. You're gonna Yeah. And so on, I guess on the topic of polarizing mm-hmm. outfits, who else? Who else did you find polarizing? Um, obviously, the uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and her tax the rich dress. Now, I've seen a lot of people negatively mm. criticize her for this dress, but it doesn't. I don't understand these criticisms. I don't get it. Her whole political platform is that the the wealthiest, the billionaires of the world, should be. Sh- Paying more tax. Jeff Bezos. Exactly. And also can, can like, for context, at the start of this year, or, like, only a few months ago, we found out that, like, all the media giants, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos, um, like, Elon Musk, like, Apple, Facebook, all of that stuff, like, aren't paying the correct amount of taxes. Or, yeah. like, We've known that for a long time. so much more. Yeah. And, like, I'm a big believer if you that you get taxed if you can afford it mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. sort of like my attitude towards taxes oh gosh you earn that much money that you have to pay that many taxes oh yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean i think in in long and short of it these companies as a percentage of their income pay less tax mm-hmm. than you and i would yeah you know that's that's not Mental. that's not fair yeah um so yeah that's her whole political platform and she would be a hypocrite if she were invited to an event where you have the wealthiest people mm-hmm. in the world attending and you didn't make a point about listen guys i'm being real with you you guys could pay a lot more tax yeah. or you should not be avoiding taxes or allowed to avoid tax in the ways that you do if she'd come to this event and she was like didn't make that point people would complain the fact that she came and made that point people are saying mm, this is not the occasion yeah it bloody well is but when Cara when... Delevingne didn't get the same criticism and she had a political statement on yeah. her top yeah like um 
the guy who wrote Shit's Creek, Dan Levy. Yeah. He had a political statement on his like yeah. on his thing of like yeah. a gay couple kissing with the states behind it mm. and it being like yeah, maybe it's more subtle. I'd argue not. Like that's yeah, not really. <laughs> um and also she's the person who's got to wear that dress in a room full of wealthy people. And if she's able to do that, yes, exactly. And hold that conversation, mm-hmm. it doesn't like no no one famous I'm aware of is annoyed by it. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. haven't seen like it kick off online that how dare you wear that to like yeah yeah I think people rich people would have too much uh, shame they wouldn't they'd like oh what's she doing but I think um also there's a lot of people who believe that just because you believe in financial equality for people that you can't go to a nice event and drink champagne there's this like oh but you're a champagne social like listen we all want nice things and she's trying to promote so that other people who live in absolute poverty get to enjoy nice things also I thought it was a dress that made sense for her and I don't I don't understand why people have been complaining oh people complain about anything so Mm. a quick like off-topic side note Mm. this is a perfect example of trolls and weird internet people the British Bake Off is about to start in this country and there is a girl okay. who's going to be the first vegan baker on the show. Mm-hmm. People have found out she horse rides and have decided that she is the world's worst vegan because how dare she ride a horse if she's vegan? This girl has removed herself from social media for how bad people have berated her about that. You know what? A lot of those people probably don't give a fuck about this horse. They're, they're they just, won't be vegan. Like, they're not they vegan. Won't be vegan. They just they, they think won't care. they think they're making a smart point. Yeah. The I industrialized... bet she takes great care of her horse. That doesn't mean she's yeah. sat there whipping it all day long. The industrialized yeah, slaughter like, and overfishing. Dog, yeah. Exact. Exactly. Um, I I don't understand so, people. So human humankind don't make sense yeah like, yeah yeah you know I think we can agree <laughs> um but I think the problem is is that if someone has a strong opinion so like obviously being vegan potentially could be a strong opinion and this woman being an activist for like you know helping the underprivileged people in the U.S. with just the wealthy paying a bit more on their taxes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like that's that just gets people's backs up or like oh if you're that opinionated your opinion has to be flawless like your arguments yes. can't have flaws yeah and like guess what we all say like the wrong thing sometimes and mm. you know I think there's a higher there's a higher risk category for like having stronger opinions yeah you're held to you're held to a higher standard as soon as you you voice something it's like well then why do you do this this and this and this oh mate listen going to a fancy event and drinking champagne is really not that it's not even that also it's raising money for charity essentially (laughs) yeah i know i wouldn't be surprised if she was just invited and didn't pay for the ticket yeah 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 oh most of the people you see on the red carpet are gifted Mm. all the designers paid to take them yes yeah that is true um she did um have her dress it was designed by a lady called aurora james and she has a small business female owned um and i can never pronounce it. it's called brother valleys valors something like that um she's like a shoe designer and an accessories designer and so aoc wanted to go with someone who was a regular person who kind of 
created their business from the ground up, female-led, like uh, ethnic minority owned as well. And um, she stood by everything she tries to promote. So, you know, you can't blame her for that. Um, Did you have any other polarizing looks or looks that you were just like, nah, mate, try better, try better, do better? (laughs) So when I first saw J-Lo, I was like, what is this? Mm, We've just had like... First of all, for sure, they're paying paparazzi. But we've just had like a month of them feeding us these flawless, glamorous pictures of them. Of her and Ben Affleck. Of her and Ben Affleck, you know, looking amazing. And Mm. then I was kind of like, this just isn't a great look. And then I sort of thought, it is a bit more on theme, though. I just thought she's been looking exquisite for like Mm -hmm. the last month. I've sort of been looking at like, how does she look like that? And I just thought, okay, yeah, she's worn like the, the the hat and she's tried to look a little bit sort of Western or country, whatever it is that she was sort of going for. Mm-hmm. But I just thought she didn't look that great. You and know, I, I respected that it was on theme. Mm-hmm. And so then it, I sort of didn't mind it, but I just think she could have looked better. You know, with JLo, this is a RuPaul's Drag Race kind of quote, but stop relying on that body she is always like let me wear a deep v Mm. let me let me show a bit of leg and that's my outfit guys and she's done it again she's literally just thought let me wear a really sexy dress a little bit of fraying and let me add a cowboy hat and that is my thing her shoes were like silver stilettos she wasn't thinking this theme through, really, was she? I wasn't and it was a like, big fan of the colour on her. No, it was um, it was designed by Ralph Lauren, and so mm. I think she thought, oh, it's American. You know what I mean? Like, it was too... I think this is the case where the theme was too basic. Mm. You know, maybe we're being, like, hypocrites because we said, we want a theme, but we don't want it too basic, so... yeah. There's a happy medium there somewhere. And actually, you've just made me think of another person who was quite polarizing. Rihanna. Oh God. Her and ASAP Rocky. It's bad. I'm sorry. Up in sleeping bags. I'm sorry. It's the bad. Room, so your sister thinks she's pregnant. Oh, does she? Yeah. That's why she's coming the blanket. Yeah. Hmm. That's your sister's theory. I think lots of people just sort of thought there'd be a reveal under the dress. Or like under, under the coat. Yeah. And it's sort of like, I, I don't get it. I think like the idea was cool. Like I loved the jewel coming out of her hat. I loved mm-hmm. her makeup. I feel like she could have had that and then taken it off. Cause like um the hat could have been like an homage, like the way rappers were wearing their hats, like all yeah. of the stuff. Like there, it, there was the potential there. Yeah. And then she could have almost just come like dressed as like a 90s rapper. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. under there was like some baggy trousers and dressed like Tupac or something. Yeah. But like it just wasn't it wasn't it, there. It and didn't materialize more iconic to almost dress in trousers and not like a gown. Um I, I agree. Like that, that commitment kind of like, I don't know. But the problem is like, Rihanna's like Queen B, And she arrived so late as well. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like, I like Rihanna, but I said it before and I'll say it again. People give her a pass because she's pass. Rihanna. Yeah. I 
That dress was um, Balenciaga Couture. Um, I think we spoke about it when they had Couture Week uh, a couple months ago. Um, I like that dress when it was first presented. Mm-hmm. I think you're absolutely right. With the hat, she could have developed that theme, that rapper's theme, 90s hip-hop era theme, and it would have mm-hmm. been great. Would be iconic. Um, it would have been an interpretation of the theme that no one else was doing. Um but yeah, it never came. It just missed the mark. And then her boyfriend just in a in a <laughs> quilt, um, which wasn't even like it, it literally was like a quilt. It was a quilt, and then he just had a suit underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's what happens when you get to being so famous, so popular, so revered, so wealthy. You're just like. I don't have to care and you guys are gonna love it. And she did not get the same kind of stick as Kim K for it. <laughs> so. uh, yeah. Um, so let's go into our worst dress. Okay. Purely on just what we didn't like and it doesn't have to be in relation to theme. I can give you mine first because yeah, I've listed okay. them. Okay, so our... Good friend to the podcast, Amanda Gorman. <laughs> she doesn't know this podcast exists, but we were talking about her last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were saying how she's got this new contract with Estate Lauder and she's gorgeous and she can go really far. She came and she wore this blue Vera Wang dress. And let me tell you, she looked like she was going to prom. Mm-hmm. Vera Wang did her dirty. This dress didn't fit her was. Voice. It didn't fit her great. Also, there was the you know when the the lining of your dress is chopped short because then the rest of it splits so you have this the chiffon over the top but then you can see underneath that the lining has stopped abruptly that's what we saw of her dress it was a strapless chiffon gown with Swarovski crystals she has Swarovski crystals on her uh, like across her face and her makeup and the hair I just thought it was not there wasn't a vision to it I think Vera Wang could have designed a much nicer dress for her. Mm. Um, yeah, I wonder if she was trying to serve like pageant queen vibes. We don't need pageant. We don't need that because it's already a pageant. I loved her makeup. Her makeup was really cool. She had sort of like silver over her face and stuff like that. And that mm-hmm. could have been cool if like that was depicted a bit more or like ran into the dress I guess Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um it's difficult because she wears color so well that like you just you instantly see color and you're like that looks great Mm -hmm. um but it was really safe it was a bit nothing in that sense Um, my next one is Lily Rose Depp um she came in Chanel and Chanel is not good at these events no they never do well that skirt was too low on her oh my god I it was do horrible. not need to see your pubic hair that is how I felt it was just like I don't need to see your crotch it wasn't just because nice. just because you're a skinny girl and actually you're so slim that we don't want to see your rib cage and all of that stuff either it's not just fashion because it's Chanel yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know, uh, I love Chanel. So, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. if I'm saying that, says a lot. Yeah. Um, and then there were a couple of people who came dressed in Christopher John Rogers. He was famous for like the the stripes, multicolored stripes, um, very bold colors. Um, and I just didn't think he did a good job in dressing them. I don't mm. think the outfits that I saw were flattering, and I just 
I was disappointed. Um, yeah, what were yours? So I think one of my worst dress, Sierra. Oh, oh my God, yeah, you're right. I, I re- so she basically wore like this full sequin, um, like sports jersey esque or had an homage I think it had like padded shoulders and it had a sports number on and it was like in sports colors and it's a it's a husband and it's like her husband's jersey number I respect like that sort of a thought but you can't just turn a sequin dress into (laughs) a like it first of all I would have appreciated it just being like a a baggy t-shirt dress in sequins we've seen that before on like a machino I think runway or whatever Mm-hmm. Um, second of all, actually, like, make it look like a jersey with like the lacing of like the stuff. Yes. Have it in the jersey material. Come with the fucking helmet on. Yeah, you know? you're right. You, you Moschino should have done the outfit. Like, do like how would Katy Perry have done it? Let's do it that way. Like, you mm. know, you've got to commit to it. I just thought I liked the idea. The execution was so poor for me. And like, mm-hmm. that's super cute that you made an homage to your husband. But like, I don't know. I think you could have pushed it more. Um, and then oh, who else do I think was poorly dressed? I'm going to say it. I didn't get the Iman look. Oh, Iman, yes. I didn't uh... get it. Ooh. She just looked like look, she had loads of like seagrass. <laughs> You're right. I didn't um, know what I didn't know how that was American. Mm. Um, I just didn't get it. Yeah, the thing is with Amon is that she's gorgeous mm. and the gold and like this glowing golden, you know, aura that her outfit gave her was like, oh. But um, yeah, you're right. I wasn't actually in. In practice, I wasn't a fan of the outfit, to be honest. Um, yeah, not so great. Yeah. Okay, so who who are some of your favourite looks? Okay, so um, some of these are on theme and some of these are not. That's fine. I'll start with the ones on theme. Lord, she came dressed in a brand called Bode, and they do a lot of, like clothing that's got like patchwork quilting uh, it's very textural it's very like um I don't want to say crafted but it's to do with like maybe traditional weaving and that's their kind of vibe it's quite western and she came in a look which I thought paid homage to like Native Americans mm-hmm. and I thought wow like I'm glad someone has yeah. given a nod to you know Americans of this country. Um, so I thought it founded the country. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I thought it was just it was an elegant it was an elegant outfit. Mm. Um, I yeah I liked it. I didn't have any like complaints with her outfit. I really did like it. I think it was on theme. I think it was really beautiful. And um, yeah, in the same sort of line, um, a musician called Leon Bridges, he came and it was an homage, same company did his outfit. It was an homage to Western culture, um, ranching, um, cowboys. And yeah, I I love all that cowboy stuff. So Mm. I, I liked his outfit. Now Grimes, 
she came in Iris Van Herpen and I love that designer she makes the most surreal outfits but I just like Grimes the fact that she came with this massive sword I don't know how it was on theme but everything from head to toe just like worked as a look I like the color I like design I like the hair I like the makeup I like the the metal face mask that she came in the swords the platform shoes everything it was great um Michaela Cole jumpsuit Balenciaga jumpsuit I love it I would love to have that it wasn't on theme but she looked great in it um yeah those were my the ones that I really liked there's a list of them like you know I think my I think my favorite sort of dress and theme was Emily Blunt um, she Ooh. wore like a muumuu dress with a star headpiece and stuff like that, yeah. and it was a nod to a 1940s yeah. film. It's a really um, iconic part of that film where the um, actually I can't remember the actress's name, but she has this big headdress. Hedy Lamar. Hedy, like Hedy, maybe. Hedy, I don't know. And it's got like stars all in her headdress. It's quite yeah. like a it's quite a big kind of reference to burlesque mm. and old Hollywood glamour. Yeah, I like it. I just really liked it. I thought she looked great, like as in she looked beautiful, but then mm-hmm. because of the headpiece and stuff like that, if you didn't get the reference, you could still see sort of this Lady Liberty vibes. Like mm. it felt very just American in general and she's obviously British. Mm-hmm. Um but I just sort of loved that you didn't have to know that reference straight away. But once you did, you liked the dress even more. And she just looked beautiful. Yeah, she if, did you look can, good. if you can match a theme and look that good, then Bob's your uncle. Whereas like Sienna Miller looked beautiful. But it was, it was. But it wasn't on theme. It was just like she just looked beautiful. And I'll say Carrie Mulligan wore um, a bright, hot pink, like ball gown. Mm hmm. And I'm sure there's probably a reference there or whatever. Maybe it's the pink of some like it hot or like all of that stuff. Oh, maybe. Or sorry, gentlemen's prefer blondes. Yeah. But like, I didn't really feel like it was on theme, but she just looked great for her. I Um, liked the colour on her, but I don't know if the top half of the dress really did her any favours. Yeah. 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 She's she's quite slim up top Mm -hmm. and it made her look quite sort of little girl like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. so I liked those. Um, I really liked Timothy Chamelet. Mm. I, I feel like I just liked the converses on the runway. I feel like he's had a really good sort of like red carpet season. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really get the American vibe. He sort of looked to me like he was maybe a cast member of Les Mis. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, sort of a thing but I kind of appreciated it and I appreciated Dan Levy I'm I'm a bit biased I love him I like I him thought, but I the outfit it, was terrible it, it was mental but I thought good for you like it's your first Met Gala and you're gonna go for it and you're gonna make a statement like I just thought good for you um, I, I think you can make a statement with a better design I didn't like the ruffles we could have taken the ruffles off yeah sure. yeah yeah um and then I will say that having now watched like the making of the dress, I understand that Kendall Jenner's dress is more of an homage to America 
then I realised it's like a nod to Audrey Hepburn, yeah. apparently. Yeah, it which, is. By the way, she's not American. <laughs> but yeah. she was an American film star. Yeah. And she looked beautiful. But I just thought, like, you're a beautiful girl already. Like, take it further was sort of my thinking. But she's just, uh, I just view her as a model. She's just going to come pretty yeah. and that's it. I will um, say I thought Gigi wasn't dressed well. Oh, I liked it. I thought the colour on her skin just didn't... And then her hair colour, I just felt like the colouring, She looked. it looked very Halloween. I quite liked it. It gave me just, like, a completely different look on her. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Overall, um, what were your thoughts on the theme and next year and whatnot? So the theme, I just feel like it probably needs to be a bit more, like... So, spoiler alert, guys, next year's theme is, like, America Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what the bit after the colon is. We'll find it out for you. Yeah. Um, but I kind of feel like if they knew America was going to be a two-part thing, how about you go, go like, America, the Midwest, or like, as one theme? Or oh, like I see. America, the golden years, or, like, you go old Hollywood for one, or, like... You talk about, oh, like, America, the founding fathers and the aboriginals that came before us. Like, the, if you yeah. divide it up, because I just think it's there's almost too much scope. I think they might do, like, America in the future. So we might have, like, eco-friendly, sustainable innovation, technology, That'd all of great. that. Um. So, yeah, I sort of think, like, the theme was all over the place. Um. And yeah, I just think that it was a bit of a mess and I kind of had hoped for more on like the first Met Gala back um, after sort of nearly two years without one. Mm -hmm. um, but I can't imagine it's going to be any different next year if the theme's basically the same. What, what, were, your, yeah. what were your overriding Um comments? Overall, not many people stuck to a theme. Wasn't amazing looks. Um, I think that like heavy hitters like I didn't see Zendaya was she there no I don't think so and then Rihanna turned up late so mm -hmm. you know who cares about the Met Gala at this point <laughs> they don't even care about the Met Gala um yeah I'd be interesting to see how they can try and tease this theme out for mm. yet another year I don't know um but yeah it is what it is um yeah. What's going to be our poll for this week? Oh. So it could be who's your best dress. Mm. I know. I've got one. Okay. What would be your ideal Met Gala theme? Oh, yes. If you could choose a theme, what would it be? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Um, I don't even know. Yeah, well, thanks again for listening to our podcast, Style Over Substance, guys. I've been Mim. And I've been Scarlett. And we'll see you next week. Ciao. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.